Hello and welcome to Take It or Leave It. It's a Christian podcast to encourage us all to implement real change in our lives based on the teachings of Jesus so that when the rapture occurs, we may all be caught up to meet Jesus Christ in the air. It's about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. I'm your host, Madison Santiago. Hello and welcome back to Take It or Leave It. We have been learning about righteousness, the righteousness of man, the righteousness of God through man produced by the Holy Spirit, and the righteousness of God himself, which is God alone. Amen. It has been such a great discussion and we have been learning so much. And as a practice, you and I should both be reflecting on what we absorb from these teachings. And what I mean is, what are you doing after church? I am seeing a lot of differences in myself from when I was just going to church versus sharing the word that I'm learning. There is such a different level of accountability to the word when you are truly pursuing your calling in God, when you have a ministry, when you make it a point to want to share what you are learning about Jesus and his teachings to others. Amen. So what are you doing with what you are being taught? Do you remember it? Do you write it down? Do you ponder it later on? Do you allow it to truly transform you by the power of the Holy Spirit? The righteousness of man is produced because the law says so. The righteousness of God through you will shine because it is produced by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit, you become a light. Those of us who are living by the law alone, that's not righteousness. That is not righteousness according to the standard of God. And that is what we have been learning here in this podcast. Today, I want to take you to Matthew 22. I want to start here and we will be closing the teaching of righteousness. We're going to start in Matthew 22, verses 1 to 13. This is the parable of the wedding feast. And I'm going to read straight through it, and then we're going to elaborate. And it says, And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables. So Jesus answered the disciples by parables, so by stories, and said, Verse 2, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding. And they were not willing to come. Verse 4, again, he sent out other servants saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle are killed and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. Verse 5, But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his own farm, another to his business. And the rest seized his servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. Verse 7, but when the king heard about it, he was furious, and he sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready, and those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. Verse 11, But when the king came to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have a wedding garment. Verse 12, so he said to him, friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the servants, bind him hand and foot, take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. 
Verse 14, for many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. So a lot of theological points can be covered here because this passage speaks on God of the Jewish nation, of how he tried to convince the Jews that Jesus is the Messiah, but they rejected him. But this is not the focus of the teaching today. What I want to highlight is that the father prepared dinner in this passage. And this passage is discussing Jesus, who is to wed. In previous episodes of this podcast, we discussed the marriage of the lamb. So I encourage you to listen to those podcasts. But here, this passage is discussing Jesus, who is to wed. The servants did not realize that one guest failed to wear his garment. We've also been discussing garments, right? Righteousness. Only God knows if you have your garment. He knows the heart. Right? And I want you to beware because there are those today, they look real. They look like a follower of Jesus, but they're not. We can tell who is faithful, right? We can see it with our eyes. Who's there? Who's coming? But the King, Jesus Christ, knows the heart. Okay? We don't know the hearts of others. We cannot see it. We do not know it. We do not know what others think. But Jesus knows it. Right? In this passage, the king saw that one failed to wear the garment. In verse 12, Jesus called this man without a garment friend. And this is sarcasm. Don't you remember when Judas was exposing Jesus to the guards? There he is. Right? Jesus revealed himself and called Judas friend. The one who betrayed him, friend. Right? We're learning a lot about Jesus' personality. Right? And Jesus is righteous. Okay, so how did the servants miss this one person without a garment? All looked alike and dressed up for the dinner. But the king knew that man, that one man, was not wearing the proper garment. And that man was shocked when the king called him out. Why? He was thinking, how did the king know? Then what happened? The king said, bind him hand and foot and cast him. What do I mean by that? What did Jesus mean by that? Throw him. Cast him. You're throwing him. Where? Darkness. That's hell. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. Who's saying this? It's Jesus. So many people say that God is loving and caring and they only focus on those teachings. And to that, I say that God is righteous. God is righteous. Teach more on the righteousness of God. Okay? He is going to cast those like this who are not prepared, who are not wearing their garments, who did not take it seriously, into outer darkness, into hell, where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth, where pain never stops, suffering never stops, torturing never stops, where the flame is never put out and the worms do not die. You know, in hell, even when you want to die, you can't die. When it is so bad that you want to die, you can't. That is how bad hell is. And Jesus is saying, I am the one who's going to know. I am the one who determines where your soul goes. I have the authority, right? This takes us back to our teaching of fear and trembling, right? Not fear as in I'm scared of the Lord, but fear because he has the authority to not just kill your body, but to also cast your soul into hell forever. So this passage, is it not a wonderful, great warning that there are no exceptions? You know, many are going to be shocked when they are revealed as unrighteous. 
they're going to get this news and also be speechless, just like this one man. Also be shocked, right? When we are accountable, we cannot escape this. We cannot escape our fate of eternity. We're going one of two places, either heaven or hell. What we do here matters. This is why many followers are sad today when others don't listen to the word. Why? Because these people who don't listen, but they hear the word, they're accountable, right? Who hear the word and do nothing about it, they're accountable. This is a very strong warning. Remember the days of Noah? Many were marrying still and eating and celebrating despite the warning that the flood was coming. Then here comes the flood like a thief in the night. Are you not burdened by this? I want to ask you something. Do you have friends? And do you have friends that you can relate to? Then to that I say, you have people for your ministry. If you claim to have a ministry, you need people to disciple, right? You need to teach them and help them by spreading the gospel, showing them uh, how to serve the Lord, not just telling them, do this, do that, but telling them why, really making sure they have a foundation. That can be your ministry. If you have friends that you can relate to, that you can talk to, talk about Jesus. This is the work that you must be about to be caught up with him. This is part of sewing your garment, right? Your righteous garment, that breastplate of righteousness. It's not handed to you. You must make it by living it out in your life. Look at the king. He said, if my invite is rejected by some, invite all. Then they came, but the garment requirements is the same for all. The standard of God is the same for all. So you don't look at this parable and think, wow, so many were invited and just one was cast out. There's hope for me. No, you look at it and you read it and you chew on it and you remember that God sees your heart. God will see you so specifically. He will see every speck in you and he will know if you do not have your garment. It doesn't matter how many people are surrounding you. You cannot hide behind them. You must have your garment. You must be righteous to spend eternity with Jesus. So I ask you, will you start talking to others about Jesus? Will you grow your community? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you can. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, through your obedience to the things Jesus teaches us, being doers of the word and not only hearers, you can do it. You can make disciples. What's stopping you? Many are called, but few are chosen. Why? Because few take him seriously. Because few truly do the work. This is shared with the love of the Lord. And this is Take It or Leave It. God bless you all.